Hey, welcome to the Rugby Report Card. Um, the voice you're hearing now is the distant third party of the Rugby Report Card. I've uh, been otherwise engaged in some other activities that I cannot speak of as of now. They're still caught up in the courts and look, I'm alright, my family's alright and at this stage that's all you need to know. Thanks. It was, it's been an emotional time, hasn't it? It's been tough, yeah. Yeah. yeah but we need not dwell go yeah. deeper how are the t-shirts though are they coming along or well <laughs> that's where the issue has arise oh. from we we sought the cheaper version really and in the boxes of which those t-shirts were meant to come oh, in was that you caught up in customs yeah oh. yeah and look i've said too much already yeah, i think we need to move on but is that where blake is today my lawyers are caught up in a blake's currently under deposition oh, really yeah excellent well just just to move away from this uh, drug paraphernalia talk maybe <laughs> um move on to the rugby shirts coming very soon though. yeah sure very uh, very soon the shirts will be and good. james racksworthy surely uh, done and <laughs> uh, what what did you it's actually good to be back uh enjoy the chat as always blake is not with here with us today he is uh, uh just just i don't think you could be bothered He's getting deposed oh yeah we went through that yeah. um should we talk some rugby? We should talk some rugby. <laughs> How have you been with it all? Last game I did, I think, was round six, Lions, Jags, or some shit. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a while, but I think I've been I've just been frustrated. If we're just talking about the rugby championship for a moment as a whole, I think from an Australian point of view, I did the podcast with Blake a couple of weeks ago, and and the frustration has just grown. Not. And I'm not even uh, hugely invested in Australia's success, but it must be fr- frustrated uh, for you as a passionate unlocker into the game, really. Yeah, look, didn't get a chance to listen to that one in, um, in solitary confinement. But did, yeah, you didn't have any Wi-Fi? No, no, no I wasn't allowed anything other than the dripping of a tap on my forehead. But did you guys spend the half an hour, 40 minutes just whinging at the state of play? Is that um, the direction we should go down? Because I've got plenty to say on that. Oh, or do we stay... I think yeah. it was. I think it was. It was lots, but I don't really want to go down the same path. I think we should really focus on this week, really, because I think things. Um, and to quote Blake, because I spoke to him this week, said that this is the lowest that Australian rugby has ever been, um, and just really talk about it from what we've seen this week and this week only. Yeah, all right then. So in terms of Australia, Argentina this week, I, Blake said it. Is it the lowest point in Australian rugby? Um, well, the thing that makes me think that it is is this whole Tui saga. Yeah. And this is on two fronts, and this is a matter of opinion, and I've got no idea of the man's mental state, but if you, if you suffer a tragedy, hmm. is playing the right thing for you to do? Oh, look, I think for me... I understand it to be part of maybe a coping mechanism and whatnot. It is. It's kind of like cathartic release. When you're on the field, when you walk over the white chalk, you're kind of focused on just the, the passing and catching and the rucking, uh, and rather than on the grief that you're going through at that moment in time. So I, I understand if it's okay with his family. They understand it's a professional athlete. You know, he wants to play. I get that. However, with the incident that occurred afterwards, it did have an effect on his response. But can I make just one thing? But clear? incident after maybe even his performance during the game, and I'm not yeah. gonna hang a shit on a dude who's gone through mm. so much, but did that require someone to step up and go, dude man, take a week off. It's fine. We yeah. wouldn't be in this position now. Yeah, maybe. But uh, we just want to make one thing clear. That guy, that guy and um, him, he was there in his wallaby shirt and he, he he wants Australia to be successful, but we need to make one thing clear. We don't we, Okay, there's an assumption. <laughs> there's an assumption he was there at his wallaby shirt and he wanted to be successful. He, what is he doing? Like, seriously, we are... 
well, you are all passionate about Australian success. There needs to be a line. He was down in the family area. Mate, you cannot do that. Luke Antui, you cannot react in that same way as well. But seriously, what is he wanting to achieve at that point in time? You know, and also in, in Luke Antui's point of view, you cannot lay your hands on a member of the public. You're a sportsman. You're an ambassador. You're an idol for, for, for society. You cannot do those things. He was all fueled up, probably, the the, uh, the fan. Yeah, absolutely. Had a few too many VBs, probably, or other yeah. other alcoholic beverages that are available in the Gold Coast area. Yeah. But you're right. What a dickhead. It's smart. You don't go up to a player and start grilling them on their performance. You start a podcast and let them know from a very far distance. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, as much as we, we shit on, on the players, and we'll come into their inadequacies in a minute, I, I genuinely do not believe that any player goes out there to deliberately be bad and deliberately make mistakes of course not uh, and so therefore uh, you have the to fact that we're saying that. that is an indication of where the game's at mm. that we're even you know toying with the idea that they go out to lose oh, they, they're not going out to lose on purpose yeah, everyone no let's get that clear first and foremost yeah absolutely but it, it's just a sad it, like I just remember the, the times of Australia being the great superpower, you know. And look, England will still struggle to beat Australia when we play them in their autumn internationals back home. I understand that, but just from an onlooker, it's just the world game needs Australia to be, you know, a strong, strong performer, challenging New Zealand all the time for a, for a brand to be successful, particularly in this country. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-seven thousand people turned up to watch it at the Gold Coast. Fifty thousand people that went to watch the Dragons Bunnies game at ANZ. What a game it was, man. I don't want to go on about rugby league, but those final seas, those final games that have been put on, they're fucking exceptional, man. That mm. is a product. They've turned it up. They're on sitting on gold right now. Yeah, absolutely. I've enjoyed every single one that I've watched, and I've tried to catch all of them because the one before it was that good. I can't wait for this weekend. It's going to be sick. But it's 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 that if finals, you know. And maybe I'm empty footage. inside. I'm desperate for more of that mm. because I haven't had it all year. Mm. Yeah. And maybe Argentina, Australia, Argentina doesn't hold any kudos, A, because the team's struggling, but also it's Argentina, Australia. There's no inbuilt rivalry or, or tribalism attached to it, where Bunnings versus Dragons at ANZ or wherever it was is, is, is massive. Mm. And, and particularly at club level, you, you have that sense of attachment maybe more to a club team sometimes than you do a, a year, year international team. And I reference the, the soccer or the football back home. You know, I'm much more tribalistic towards my favourite football team than I am towards the England football team at times. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But the game as a whole, do you want to look at some of the, the performances individually or collectively as a whole? Or do you feel like we're going to go over our ground, really? No, nah, we'll do that. Why not cast our minds back? Because, well, even that South African game that we didn't do, well, I didn't do a pod for, they played better then than they did now. I mean, they got the win, probably undeservedly so, though. Yeah, and no, well, neither of us were not. We actually didn't do it. I, I just say, I think it's it's a sad thing as well. I think even in this pod, really, right now, where we which both of us are just just down and a little bit blah. I want something to get us up, and maybe the New Zealand South Africa game, which was a cracking game, in a minute, will get us a little bit up. But it's it's sad, isn't it, that you sat here and it's just nothing that's nothing to sh- scream and shout about. Nah, exactly right. The South African New Zealand game that was fucking epic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about that. That was insane. Yeah, and yeah, well, let's not go on a tangent to that. But yeah, so just go back. What did you think of? Because I haven't heard either of you of your points. What did you think about a Beal starting at ten? Is yeah, it pissed me off. Just sick of it. And the 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 apex of why it sucked was when he you know loves a 
sideways run. Oh, loves it. Loves ball loves and hand it. go sideways. And then he fucking, the commentator was all like, that's him telling Corabetti to cut inside him. He goes and telling, he's waiting for someone to cut inside him. If you're playing for Australia at an international sport you've played for fucking 20 years and you still need to tell your winger to cut inside you as you drift across field, mm-hmm. you have a problem. You're fucked. Mm. But you know what? If you watch Corabidi, that fucking few, annoyed me. You know what? If you watch Corabidi a few years ago when he's playing for the Melbourne Storm, he always came and found work. Yeah, he always yeah. that C set coming. You know, let the forwards have a right. He he can do it. He just chooses not to do it right now. Yeah. My other issue with Corabidi, I'm going slightly after ask, is he seems to have lost the ability to tackle right now. He's all about the one hit pony. He's all about big hit or no hit at all. But there's been a lot of no hits. Not a no hits. Not a no hits. So do we shelve the Beal plan? Yeah, it's got to go. So I think they're it, thinking of like succession plans should Foley go down this time next year. But Tamua surely in that Rebels team is going to play 10, no? Hopefully. I don't know. I don't know what their intentions are with Debrasini and Hodge and English and everyone else. It's be a bit of a, it's going to be a magic backline. If you actually have Genia, Tamua, I don't know who will play, end up playing 12. Mate, I just have no faith in any Australian players. You, you, yeah, magic backline, that, that'll just be a bit yeah. shit still. They will just be a bit shit. And it's pointless if their forwards can't win. Mm. And right now, we're getting our asses kicked. Mm. For, they're just Every team is putting us on our ass. Well, the two we're playing. The other telling part that, that <clears throat> I didn't appreciate was just how bad we are at defence. I can't fucking get over it. How bad an Both. international team can be at tackling or any form of defensive structures and staying true to it. I answer that. It's also the running uh, position, body height position when running, post-contact meters. The Argentinians seem to be much, much more vociferous and knocking the Australians back. Rather it's, a, than... it's amateur. Mm. And it's dumb too. And what, upon watching the highlights of it, is like, you've got your defensive line set, right? Someone rushes up, um, you know, whether it's in twos, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, it doesn't matter. They rush up, ball gets passed away from them, and then they still follow the ball to make that tackle from a side-on mm. perspective. Just, Do you know what I'm referring yeah, to? Oh, and absolutely. what that does is it places the people the player is actually running at, puts them in two minds of like, am I making this tackle or am I getting over the ball? Mm. Because this guy's doing it. Absolutely. And what that indecision, it creates a creates an opportunity for mm. the fucking other attacking team. Or in addition and to- that's too much. If the ball goes past you, fucking don't rush in and make the tackle. Let them make it. Absolutely, but it's also not only we're talking about defence, I agree completely with that, but it's also the lack of savviness at the breakdown as well, right? There's now. no one who can do it, man. Pocock can, but he does, he can't do it enough on his own. They've, com- they've, they've, they've outlawed him out of the game. Yeah. What's the point in going for it? But if you think about it, then, and what I mean by not savvy enough is they don't lay on the ball long enough, they don't hit the guy in front to flop on top of the ball. There's just no, they're not street smart. So if you watch it, there's a lot of quick ball going around for, for opposition teams right now when you play Australia. Yeah. Uh, and that puts defence under pressure. You're always going backwards. And in addition, as I say, Argentinians got over the got over the game line pretty much every time. Yeah. Um, which is just it's just disappointing. Yeah. Some of the worst skills, whether it was Bill, whether it was Tui, whether it was anyone, just catching pass. Just is, is, I just can't keep going on about it, Richard. I know. I'm disappointed. Also, do you think Samu? Uh, I don't know. Put him in a crusader. Samu sucked. Put him in a crusader shirt, and he looks quite good. You're paying fifty thousand to come back over. You put him in a in a, a green and gold shirt, and I'm like, what is he doing? Like, oh, genuinely. We had two wingers can't kick. Yeah. It's too much pressure. That was embarrassing, him. by the way. Falau kicked like literally five meters. Yeah. That's embarrassing. His Angel. individual try was great. Good on oh, you, champ. Absolutely. Excellent. 
Fantastic. And, you know, I, was, I rang Blake after the game, and it was more that last pass that everyone's been piping up about. It's very indicative of how he feels. You know, he's carried this team for so fucking long. And, you know, he continued to do so in that game minus that one kick. That, at the end of the game, he, why wouldn't he think he'd be able to cross the line? Mm. He does fucking everything. It was the complete wrong choice. Highest but I really rugby, do think that's quite telling. rugby player in the world as well. I think it's quite telling of where he must be at mentally. Why would you not buy a ball? Completely. Is it saying that he doesn't trust the guy outside of him who was Foley, wasn't it? Or is it the fact that he's trying to make the kick easier for Foley? I don't know. Or is it just his confidence that he thinks, I'm the best player on this team and I don't want to give it to anyone else? I can't... uh, can't As a professional sportsman, it can't be the latter. I just think he thought he could have done it. And the fact that he chose the less likely option in that situation Mm. is just that it's not a team. No. Absolutely. Do you think, though, if we'd have, um, if it have dotted it down in the corner and then finally kicks the goal and you win, would it have papered over some of the cracks? Would we be having a different chat? Mm. Till we wouldn't have got in that scuffle. I think that's a fair point. I don't know. I think all those wins, South Africa last week, we're just treading water. Oh, yeah, we're there. We're still... It's still unacceptable. Mm. Change needs to occur now. I don't give a fuck if it brings the whole thing down, but change, fully believe it needs to happen. Or does change need to occur in your mindset and saying this is where Australian rugby is at? And forget the... No, because I think we've sucked for a while. I haven't been under any illusions or delusions. I think we've been bad for way too long. Yeah. Ever since the World Cup. But even that that performance we put together there shocked me. Mm. But if you think about it, we're still using a very similar personnel. Absolutely. Our depth chart has not altered that much. Look, and there is, look, we, we, it is. You, you look at it and you take one person out and it's the same old people as you're saying come back in. The only ones I can think of is uh, Fianga. He's one who's come in this year. Who else has come in this year who's made an impact on the test team? I'm agreeing with your point. I'm just trying to think of who yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Falau Feng has put a better performance together than... Um, That's what I'm saying. He's, he's the, the two hookers, yeah? Fangar mm-hmm. Mosa mm-hmm. and, and Devil And we Boy. were short there. Yeah, but who it's else? Taft can't play longer than 30 minutes. No. He's like, he's, yes, okay, scrummage, but he can't line out throw. Sam has played three games and they've just been a mediocre. Mm. Yeah, Tamu's come back and look, long-term development, I hope he... You know, six, uh, if he's the, uh, I've seen Timur's timeline. I've seen him play great, and I've seen him play shit. Could tell about a lot of players, like, yeah, that's the problem. Well, what do you do? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. And that's that's what I've asked you about. Do you change your mindset now in regards to where we're at? You know, there's a lot of teams in international rugby that on their day can beat anybody if you look from two down, pretty much. You have to you have to have the the Kiwis to have a slight off day and you to be at your outstanding, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But from two to seven, where you're at right now, anyone can beat anybody. Mm. Um, and that's maybe a, the, the, the remit that you take. Okay, we take a step back. We need to try some things, but you can't, you can't try them in a rugby championship against top-quality opposition. So I don't know how you do it. I, I just think change and changing person, changing coaching personnel, first yeah, and foremost. Coach, there's, there's a method to that madness. The Argentina you, are a fucking perfect example. They beat South Africa and Argentina. They just toweled us in the Gold Coast. So it's because they put Mendoza on. They got rid of that... <laughs> 
that hairy dude in the suit. And they, Can I just say that's been the best part of the pod so far? I'm glad you enjoyed that bit. Thanks. <laughs> fuck have I been doing otherwise? <laughs> but um, seriously, he's just fire in the belly. Everyone becomes not quite comfortable. So they you start put, performing because they feel like they need to prove themselves. They're not in that natural scene. So the top two coaches right now in Australia, if you look at the... the fuck uh, off the Australian zone. coaches, man. No one's in... No, 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 no. I'm just too mean in terms of the actual state teams or the, the Super Rugby franchise teams. You got a Kiwi who won the competition, but we've shut on him so many times in terms of Gibson. Yeah, and you got a South African who's down at Melbourne. Okay, they're the top two teams right now. Do you pick one of them? No. Who'd you pick them? Who's the person that's going to come in? If you go down the Jake White route, wherever he is now in the world, he's probably coaching someone, and apologies, I don't know that. Do you go back on to. On Pellier, is he still there? I think he left there, but I'm going to Google it for why you, why you think. But who is the person that, that comes in? I don't know who cares just pick anyone yeah pick anyone who's obviously performing on a you know strongly on a domestic level if you have to go overseas you go overseas I don't actually give a fuck I'd probably be tapping on Ackerman's door he's, he's going to be earning some good money down at Gloucester isn't he down mm-hmm. in the English yeah. Premiership yeah well, he's got he's proven and he's the kind of dude who just you do what he tells him Checkers he knows them man he's been working with them for six years do you think Checkers started off that way with his alpha yeah I do I do, I do. and course. it worked man you know, we didn't win a Bledisloe. We're very far away from that. But there are methods to that. You look at the NFL, I'm going to make a hundred comparisons to it just because it's, I fucking love it. <laughs> but they just go. The, yeah. the Cleveland Browns, mate. No, was it the Browns? No, it was the Vikings. Vikings kick up, mixed a clutch kick, fired him Monday morning. See Is that the guy that the Browns drew? Yeah, Carlson. 20, 21 all or something? 29. 29 all. Browns do the... Uh, fuck, why do I keep saying that? Vikings dude missed two kicks, fired him the next day. But they have a litter of people to pick from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just for the record, by the way, Vern Cotter, the former Scotland coach, is the Montpellier coach. Okay. I'm still find out. Oh, Vern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vern Cotter. Sorry, I should have known that. Actually. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, as you say, with the NFL team, there are there is a plethora of options underneath them. You get rid of Bernard Foley, as I say, who do you actually you put in? I don't know. It could be Dave down at Southern. I think it goes Bernard and then Dave. (laughs) That's the gap we're talking about. It is a big gap. And Dave's a good dude and everything, but he's not a wallaby, man. No, but he's a good dude. And see, Quaid's playing NRC as well. I don't know how much you've chatted, and this news is fucking four weeks old because I haven't popped in that long. Yeah, we missed you, man. yeah, but he's not making he's not. Please, Blake is not here. Please do not jump on the we need to play Kuwait again. Back Fuck it, why please. not, man? Why not? No! <laughs> oh, I thought we'd pass this. Yeah, we have passed it. Um, all right, so do we need to actually just move away for a second and say, look, we should actually play the Argentinians. First time, I think, that they won in Australia. You know what, as well? Like, you don't want to do that, do you? Oh, no, I just had another thought occur to me. You, you think of the form players, man. Think of the form players. Do we pick players off form? Because Jack Maddox fucking killed it. Taniella Tupo is a fucking machine. Why is he still coming off the bench and I have to watch this shit? Because he makes such an impact off the bench. Fuck off, give him a chance. That's the I'm in agreement with you, but that's I would imagine that's what what's what checkers um. That's dumb. Oh yeah, sweet. So lose for sixty, throw him on at the twentieth. No man. I'm sure there might be some reason, but the point is is that's where we go wrong. Why is Jack Maddox not What's going on? I don't know. And, but the, dude, just, the dude, he's fucking good. Yeah. But it's also the chopping and changing, which, again, kind of negates our point earlier on or goes against it because, um, you know, we had Arnold and Co- The two second rows are a big issue for me. 
Um, Hot and cold, just absolutely. like everyone else in that squad. It's whether it's Rodder, whether it's Arnold, whether it's Coleman, whether it's Simmons. It's just one minute you do one thing, there's no consistency. But that's that's elite sport for you, I suppose. But that needs to be a big big improvement. Um, inconsistency is elite sport. Nah, that's wrong. No, no, no. I'm saying inconsistency is the problem to becoming an elite team. You need uh, to be consistent. Like that's the that's what you need to be. Where everything, but yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Argentina a little bit? Look, they're well, good on them, man. Good yeah. on them. Their wings are fucking heaps good. We've been there at fullback with Feli, isn't he? We, t- we, we talked about him in the Super Rugby season for the Jacks. You think about it when Tuchelet comes back from being injured. It's an He's not going to make it, mate. Oh, mate, you shift Buffelli surely onto a wing. Surely, and you put Tuchelet in there. What a dangerous uh, back line that starts to become. Yeah. But let's put- not get carried. Argentina are not without their flaws. Oh, absolutely not, no. There, it's, there are times I'm fucking up for it that's what it was they mm. wanted it bad you see when they won their faces man oh. they wanted that I in, front of, in front of two people on the gold coast no, that was no one gives a shit they cared they cared because they're building something Mendoza's there it's a big thing they're looking at the World Cup they're going to do better than us I have literally the lowest expectations for us at that fucking Japanese comp next year mm. the lowest so, I'm like we're going to be England 2015? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's gone from my memory, unfortunately. Exactly. Well, I'll be saying the same thing in five <laughs> years' time. At least you won't be at home, though. What do you mean? At least you'll go out in the group stage and you'll be in Japan. Or oh, we yeah. We went yeah. out in the group stage and you're It doesn't get worse than that. <laughs> no. See, but that... look at the run you had after it. We aren't capable of a, of a punchback like that. And what was that a result of? Say it, Richard. Say it. I don't want to say Why? it. Why? Say it. I don't want to say it. Why did you become freaks after the World Cup and not during it? Say it, please. I don't want to say Coaching it. Coaching change. And fitness and skill set improved, desire improved. All, cult- all things. Cult- culture changed. Um, all things correlated to a change of coach. Yeah. Now, you know, the shine does wear. Oh, absolutely. And there's issues within England at the moment. Soccer. You look at soccer, mate. They're instant results. They change their coaches fucking every load. They just keep mm. changing. Yeah. But then again, that's a, you're in a um, what you call you're in a in a bowl, aren't you? You're in a you, you know it's so intense. Whereas I don't. Do you actually think the pressure? Pressure's huge right now. Are you kidding me? No one's coming. No, 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 no one's a fuck. I'm off it. Exactly. You're off it. So they're ironically. Blake's not here because he's off it. Ironically, does that mean this puts less pressure on them because nobody cares as much? I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, but that puts them when no one cares. They don't care for a reason. Like fuck, ah, panic zone. Mm, I hope so. I hope so too. No, it'll be the same thing. They'll just show up to work on Monday going, hey everyone. Yeah. New day. New day. Going to South Africa in a few days, yeah? 30th. Yeah. Nothing, mate. ARU fucking nothing's doing there. No. It's not ARU anymore, is it RA? Yeah, it's RA, Rugby Australia. Yeah, yeah. it's tumbleweeds. It's showing up. Right, let's, let's get a bit positive. Come on. Let's talk about a Kiwi South African game. What's a game? Of you know what else, too? No, I'm staying here. Oh. The product on itself, let's look at it objectively. The product fucking sucks, man. But it does, absolutely. And unfortunately- but from, I'm talking top to bottom. I'm talking the commentators. I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I know what you're going to say before you fucking say it. I know. And can... there is a level of expectation and comfort and familiarity that makes you yeah. go, oh, yeah, I really like this. But I'm so done. If I'm we, done. If we, don't, if, we, if we promise not to swear, maybe we could be the commentators for the, uh, on Fox Sports or Channel 10 at some point. We don't swear. Maybe we could be like a red button option. We'd yeah. Be, we'd be much better value. 100%. You're, it doesn't even need to be... It's just... 
it's it's so hard to break people into that it's the consistency of the commentators the sounds you know that's why ray warren everyone's swinging off but we've just got a bunch of um boring vanillas in there you know greg martin used to be really nice to listen to because he would say some off the cuff harsh truth but even he's tapered off You know I've what I mean? I've been here a few years and I'm bored of them already. It just, it's so vanilla. Whether you're watching it on Channel 10, whether you're watching it on Fox, it's just so vanilla. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, like, their answer to that was, like, Steve Maloney. What's his name? Is that his name? Yeah. Steve Maloney. And he provides some edge, mm-hmm. but even he's just a bit lame, champ. It's a very unique set of skills to get people on board through commentating. Oh, absolutely. And we just don't seem to have it. you have to paint the picture and be be critical but also to be keep people on side yeah and and go back to the journalist aspect of it why are we getting ex-players who are borderline permanently concussed they got no idea what's going on. they don't know where they are champion they don't know what they see they're getting mixed up names i used to think it was just them stereotyping skin color but they're just i think they're just all <laughs> concussed i don't think they actually know who's playing what who was it? So go back to the... Get someone with a degree, with a tertiary education in there who can fucking turn shit into the most exciting thing in the world. And that will be Mr. Ragsworthy's uh, uh, mission statement or testimonial to getting us to be commentary. Man, I don't have a qualification. You need backing music? I could maybe get something together. There's no guarantee. <laughs> the, the point is... You, you you got to reboot, man. You have to reboot. But that's not going to happen, you know, because that costs money and there's not enough money to completely pay people out of contracts to reboot completely, especially with the 2019 World Cup coming on. But I understand there are people who are falling out of love. We're, we're not watching it as much as we are. Or we are, but we're not... We're not as passionate about yeah. it. Yeah, and it doesn't start with a commentary change. And I used to think it started with a string of wins, but it doesn't start with a string of wins. Either. No, but that helps. It helps. It's a, it's, stringing wins together is everything. Mm. But the, the other issue is you're always compared to a team on the other side, across the ditch, who are killing it. That is Disagree. We've lost twice to them. Everyone's like, yeah, all right, that's fine. Argentina's what's got everyone's head up. Mm. Argentina's was like, oh, we suck. True. And the argument is, oh, two weeks ago or a week ago, we beat South Africa. Did we? Did we deserve yeah, that, that win? Yeah, that's South African. Yeah, they should have won that. That's they should have won that. that. They lost that. Mm. Again, that last play where there was, where they should have um, should have won or could have, not should have. Um, again, completely different story. Yeah, it's embarrassing for Australia to be at the bottom of the rugby championship right now. How's Phipps get make the fucking team, man? Oh man, I'd, I'd I'd rather have you on the bench, Dave. No, I you... think Dave. You look at depth charts. He might be second tier nine and ten in yeah. Australia. We've we talked about your technique of you know. Asking a pretty much opting not to tackle a guy, and I still think you're better than Phipps. I agree, but I think I've just trashed things too much that people are off me. Oh, I really? come into the squad and everyone goes, oh, fuck oh, this guy. There's Raxwell. And they're right. Fuck me. What do I know? <laughs> Maybe they need you someone to ruffle the feathers. Huh? Maybe they need you to come in to ruffle a few feathers. A few feathers do need ruffling. Who is the peacock within that team that needs to be taken down? I don't. It's not, it's not that full on. There is no... I don't think there's inflated egos. No. There might be, I don't know. But it doesn't come off that way. Sure. Let's hope not. Yeah. You reckon? I reckon there may be. Who? I don't know. Say man. it! <laughs> someone who doesn't pass to someone else in the final minutes of a try. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, by the way, Dave Pocock, how many times does he friggin' want to say to the referee, or oh, sir, can you check that, please? 
You check that, please. Too much, okay. You check that, please. You shut up, mate. Like, shut up. I like Nigel. I thought Nigel did it. Nigel did very well. I like Nigel Owens. I'm telling David Pocock to stop asking Nigel Owens to, to... Not Nigel Owens. He was in the South African game. The referee, he wasn't great, by the way. He did have it, but just be quiet. You can't keep saying to the referee, can you check, can you check that? Can you check that? It's not... It's not I know he's captain, but seriously. Look, we haven't really done heaps of player analysis, have we? No, we just But what's the point, man? I've sung it from the rooftops. No one's listening to Jim. They don't want to hear it anymore. Sorry, mate. What? Exactly. Yeah. Right. The game of the round by a comfortable distance. Sorry, Argentina, we didn't say too much to you. New Zealand, South Africa, let's get up. This was a great game. All right, so for the first 20, whatever the fucking hell long we've been doing this, you got Pezzo, Jim. Now you're getting Jim who's up just, and about. This is happy, This Jim. is. I accidentally stumbled past the TV, forgot it was on, and went, oh, yes, sweet, let's put this on. What? Expecting New Zealand to just bring it on home. It was 10-0, had a shower, 17-0, then boom, shut the gate. South Africa are fucking... They wanted this, and the fucking tears that they were crying at the end of the game. I loved it. Can I just say, you watch it. I don't know if it was Steph Tatoy. When the final whistle, when they, when, he, when they lost it, you will see him. He's in front of the Steph play. Steph Tatoy. Steph Tatoy. And he just jumps in the ground and lands on the ground and just was like in pure exhilaration. The coaching box. Did you see the coaching oh, box? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Coaching yes. box is all about it. Just like, like crying out of just pure... Exhilarance that they've actually won a game. Like, I, I remember just, the last time they win there, the Ricky January chip kick over and won just, in the game oh. was fucking sick. And this was just as good. The fact that they held on Love and it. New Zealand it's, fucked it up, especially because so many times I've seen the end of that movie. New Zealand cross over. What did you think after 67 minutes? Uh, Vili LaRue quite rightly got went to the bin, quite rightly. He was very cynical. You think, But okay. that's the shit you need to do against New Zealand. They're going to score if you I, don't I, do I'm that. Sorry, but with and 13, you run, at this point, you run the risk. And at 13 minutes left, you just went, oh, here we go. Yep. And it, I thought that. I thought that. Yeah, so did I. And they, then I went did. back to Australia v Wales 2015. I went, dig deep, boys. Oh, it was big. Uh, so, 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 oh. And just the, it was a game you couldn't stop watching. It was just couldn't take your eyes off it. And the South Africans tackled their hearts out. They put their body on the line. Mm. And look, it, as we've said before, New Zealand probably dropped off a little bit. You could talk about missed kicks from Barrett and everything. But let's focus on the fact that what a performance. What a gift for the rest of the world rugby that New Zealand are not invincible. They are not the untouchables that you can go there. And uh, just incredible. Just they, so happy. They've been a bit uncharacteristic thus far too, though. You look at their performances against France, even though they were fucking dick, France, dick to nil, yeah. it was still like they did take their time getting hmm. together. Yeah. And look, and and again, we have to applaud South Africans' rush defence in regards to because they put them under pressure. But there were still uncharacteristic errors at times from the All Blacks in terms of handling. And but that's what you need. Absolutely. You need the rubber, the green, completely. Which is ironic, the colour of the shirt they were wearing. Um, so <laughs> it's it's good. Um, and look, potential players for the All Blacks. Uh, they must be the two best hookers in world rugby right now. If you look at Marks and Cody Taylor, and I think Malcolm Marks has it over him. Yeah, I do too. Um, Malcolm Marks what is a... so versatile. Dan Coles, mate. Dan Coles is their person. Yeah, I well, don't know what happened to him. Well, concussion, wasn't it? Exactly. So mate, he's then, in the commentary box yeah, for Australia. Probably. <laughs> probably do a good job too. Um, but just like he adds so much to it into that team, over the ball carrying, um, just defensive work. So um, he's unbelievable. But. I have to say, I've shot, we've shot on um, Delande or Delande mm. um, a couple of times. Mm. He stood up defensively till he mm. went off with his. Well, he's shoulder. a big unit. He's a big unit, yeah. and he needs to play a very like fucking. Who's that dude who used to run? 
crash balls all the time. Like I think it was Devet Barry. Oh, back he in needs the day. to play that role. Back in the he day. can't do anything else. No, but he tackles and he defensively he, he he sets up. But I tell you what, how scared would you be if you're a winger right now and you're trying to defend uh, Dianti, the guy who steps. Bowden Barrett makes Bowden Barrett look a fool on finisher. that Just complete what, finisher. What a step. And the, the eagerness to get to the try line. Like, every oh. time he runs, the dude's life on the line. <sighs> but this is a dude who, who announced himself this year. Yeah, yeah. Announced himself this year. Freak, man. Freak. Freak. Makes the team. And oh. you know what? Another fucking selection move they did that's just pr- Pollard. Pollard's a gun, man. Yankees gets in his shell. Pollard's a, an aggressive ten. Oh, absolutely. And do you know what? Pollard would have played more last year, but he was injured, wasn't he? Yeah. And so, but um, I was concerned also when uh, Deande went off and their axis, they McCade, Yankees, and and Pollard, and I was worried about that. Um, but again, kudos to him for holding out. Um, but Pollard is, is definitely the, the guy moving forward. And look, we we swung off Faf last year, and then he went off a bit, bits went off the boil a little bit, went off to Europe. But he seems to have upped his game. He's still not perfect. He's got a sense of consistency that he didn't have before. Absolutely. I mean, I thought both teams made a lot of substitutions quite early. Mm. Like Aaron Smith, did he go off because he was concussed? Is he? I don't know. But like Paranara came on quite early. Maybe it was because they were playing in Wellington. Maybe. And Paranara offers a very sniping role, but. It's not a bad change, though, it's is it? It's not a bad change, no, but, but it's very early. Yeah, and Aaron Smith, is, he's been playing very good rugby recently, hasn't he? And again, he was very good um, in this game. He's hes a good rugby player. You want him on the field. Mm, absolutely. But not much is lost with Paranara, but kick, kicks no. off, freak. Yeah, he played well. He did play he's well. He's good, mate. I told you he'd be in a bulky jersey very soon. Oh, I never questioned whether he'd be in a bulky no, jersey, mate. some questions. I think I questioned no, whether he was the number one. I, I think I questioned, questioned whether. I think it was questioned whether he was the number one prop in the no, world. I remember some questions that were thrown my way. Uh, but, look, it was sick. Good on him. Like, in New Zealand, still were sniping, still managed to claw back and yeah. make it within a point. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And look, and it's just the... the uh, I like South Africa's just the fact of resiliency as well, going back 12-0 earlier on and then um, getting out and then the the juggernaut that is Kiwis counting them down. I just think that it would have been easy to fold. Yeah. And I think that's a real change in mentality with the new coach, Erasmus, this year. I think maybe he's starting to Say build that something. Say what, 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 what happened to the uh, Bucky team that's made them good all of a sudden? A bit of resilience? No, you said something else there. What did I say? You said coaching change, man. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I was like, what did I... Yeah, when Erasmus has come in, yeah. Um, sorry, I was struggling where you were going. That's why I needed you to pretend like you didn't know. Oh, yeah, sweet. Let's move on. Um, yeah, Erasmus has made a difference. And as you say, when the new Australian coach comes in, maybe that will make a difference as well. Um, they should be shopping. If they're not fucking shopping, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, if I they're not go... shopping, tell me it's not crazy. It is crazy. You know what? Larkham's the dude who takes over. Yeah, that's what they're but saying. But that's up. the problem, though. Problem. Man. Big problem. And Bill's want... running sideways for 80 minutes. You oh, yeah, Larkham's someone... got the answers. We're going backwards. We, we need, you need, not we, you need someone to come in and with new ideas to break the mold. If you consistently appoint um, someone within the system, nothing is going to change. Yep. Um, all Blacks-wise, I'm excited for the game um, <laughs> In not not in two weeks because um, New Zealand will be in Argentina, which I don't think, which I think they'll obviously uh, win comfortably. But it's yeah, but one. Argentina will be fucking up for it. Yeah, um, and Arge- do you know what? Last week, Argentina, we should be applauding the Argentinians. The week before, we didn't do a potty, but they they came to New Zealand and they and they competed much more rigorously. Yeah, just than not, for yeah. not for eighty. Yeah, you bang on, you bang on there. Um, you're not often on, but you're bang on. There. I'm not often. No. But the thing is, is 
um, history of watching this sport, when you poke the bear that is New Zealand by beating them in New Zealand, they usually come back very determined. See, that's the advantage. And that's the advantage for South Africa. They poke the bear, they let Argentina take the, the backlash, and then they go, right, boys, let's bring it on again. Argentina's a pit stop, let's be honest. Yeah, but it's still you poke... It's a pit them. stop. They want to go yeah. to wherever they're fucking playing over there. Yeah, true. And just... <laughs> get it out and just go. Yeah, we have to take into account now that traveling from New Zealand to Argentina and, and then Argentina to South, South Africa, Africa is crazy. That's in, in a in, in a very short period of time, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Back to back weekends, Argentina and then. Uh, and this is why Argent, uh, South Africa will be licking their lips, man. Oh, absolutely. Because they got us, but we're shit. Yeah, but you know how much, how gutted would they be? Like, how did we lose? I'm not doing a South African accent. How did we lose to Australia? If we'd have beaten Australia, then they would be. They, they would be playing New Zealand for the, yeah. for the title. But, but saying that, they also lost to Argentina in, in Buenos Aires yeah. as well. So, um, All right, should we project to any coaching or positional changes? Sorry, coaching changes. How daft of me. Any positional changes that we're expecting from the Wallabies or any other team worth noting? I think probably it's too far to project too much. I think I'll fucking project. You don't think I'll project? I think you will. I'm just giving I'll a project. caveat that it's probably too far. Uh, South Africa are going to beat us. Uh, New Zealand are going to beat Argentina over there. And that's about all she wrote. I reckon we will start Foley. I reckon Falau will go back to fullback. Um, you have to put DHP on the wing for a kicking game, let's be honest. Oh, that's what I mean. Corbidium. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. I know what I want to happen, but I think that's what will happen. I reckon Tui will be replaced by Samu and Hooper will come back. Do you think his stock rose? And he didn't Hennigan play? will play more of a role. Do you think Hooper's stock rose because he didn't play? No. If Hooper's on the field, we still lose. You mm. think so? No, I agree. I'm Hooper's a freak, don't get me wrong. We missed him, but I feel like that's true. Mm. Um, I want to want to make sure... I also would like to know what Matt Tumu has done. Whether, I don't know whether Michael Checker really likes Solis Perry or something. I don't know. But what's stopping him playing any minutes? Why does he have to be the one that comes off? Like, I just feel Curly Bill is like, why did he come off? Why didn't you take Curly Bill off? Yeah, like, and Tamil looked dirty about that, didn't he? Quite rightly. Bill was playing much worse. Bill, the ball hit Bill's face twice in the game. It's an international tent. All, cannot... those, all those Tars he bedded, that's why. Oh. It's he's in, he's in love with the Tars. It's a bit of that, and it's a bit of earn your stripes, champ. You can't just fuck off to England and come back. Maybe it's a bit of that. I don't know. Maybe he's got a little bit of resentment. It doesn't least... sound like him, but... I don't know, mate. Because Bill did the same fucking thing. I think exactly. I he think went to Wasp for a year. I think it's Bill. I think he just loves a tar, man. Loves yeah. betting Seriously. a tar. Seriously. You ever bet at a tar? Uh, no, no. Have you? Yeah, you should try it. It's not, oh, enjoyed it? Yeah. Yeah, no. It's oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. It's obviously a week off, and then we're back on the 30th. Uh, big weekend. Um, yeah. It's, I enjoy chatting it. Uh, it's, it's good to be back. I feel like when we get out, when we st- get together, it's always good to chat rugby. Hopefully, the next time we chat, we might have a little, you guys might have a little bit more um, success because you would have beaten uh, South Africa in Australia. Uh, you'd have beaten South Africa in South Africa. Is that going to happen? No. Right. So maybe it'll be another morose podcast. Hundred percent. It'll be more of the same. Like, not much change has actually occurred. Have we gotten shit up? Not really. So this is a bit of a lot. We're walking a tightrope. That's mm. what it is. And sometimes we fall off and sometimes we stay on. Mm. That's what it feels like. 
the end of the international season in Australia is going to be remembered as losing to Argentina for the first time. No one gives a fuck, man. It doesn't matter. Win, lose, no one still gives Can a fuck. Can I ask, and maybe someone out there knows, I mean, it may have been because of the NRL or the AFL or something, but uh, and it, it, you were trying to widen the game, and you might know why it was taken to the Gold Coast rather than playing at Amy Park or at um, Optus Stadium. Was it because of AFL commitments, or I just think it's a strange choice? I thought it was a strange choice, too, having played in Brisbane two weeks earlier, hmm. right? Yeah. Which, again, I think there was 27,000 people at that game, the, the Brisbane game. Oh, yeah, we're not arguing about how many dogs are showing up. Yeah, and there was even less at the uh, at the, the stadium in the Gold Coast. I don't know, strange. But if someone's out there who knows, I apologise for not knowing. I should have Googled it, but I'm just intrigued. There's still things that comes back to the same reason. No one gives a fuck, man. Yeah, no. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Sorry, man. No, I'm all right. Yeah. NFL started, I'm up and about. <laughs> the, the NFL. Yeah, excited, man. How did the Redskins go? We're going slightly off task for a second. No, I was. Yeah, dear. Then we get a TD, man. They got three and one missed field goal. Oh, no. All right. But I tell you what, I am enjoying. Oh, look, it's not here. I'll tell you after it. Okay. All right. Enjoy. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you still did listen, uh, we're sorry we've been away recently. Um, hopefully, we will be back in a couple of weeks' time to review the next round of the Rugby Championship. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys.